Hello, welcome back to the Move With Us podcast. I'm here with Rach today and we're here to chat. All things down, 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 down. The big the old long-awaited wedding. wedding. <laughs> it's not long-awaited, but we'll roll that intro first. <laughs> welcome to the Move With Us podcast. So let's get back to the long-awaited. Emma literally decided three months ago that she's getting married and we all just had to get on board. You're either in or you're out. You know what? And it's happening. It's all about decision-making, which I would be the most indecisive person in the world. It's true. But I knew it had to happen. The borders were opening. Everyone could come. I was like, there's no more stuffing around, folks. Everyone on board. We're getting it done. And now we're literally weeks away. By the time this launches, it may Mm. even be like we'll be super, super close to when the wedding actually is. So let's today we thought we would discuss like all things what Emma and of course myself because this is our our wedding (laughs) are doing leading up to the wedding like our goals I guess both physically mentally and how our training and nutrition might um, you know differ a little bit and the changes we're making to look and feel our best on our wedding day so our our, our big day and I guess like we have been getting questions like even you about stuff you'll be doing to get that bridesmaid dress ready, wedding dress ready. And I guess like, yes, there are things that I have been doing and and want to do leading into this wedding to make or, or I guess have myself feel and look as good as I want to. So my question is, let's start, let's go, let's go to the end. What is your end goal around your wedding day and I guess what are you sort of working towards what's the time frame and then let's break it down into the changes and the things we'll be doing together okay so time frame the wedding is at the end of February and I started this kind of prep journey I would say at the beginning of January gave myself Christmas and all of that off so came into the new year with a very hard and fast goal and I guess my overall goal for this day is to look and feel my best. Like this for me is, and I'm going to say it, it's my once in a lifetime. So I want to look and feel my absolute best, better than I ever have before. Which I think every bride can totally relate to. Right, surely. Yeah. And even the bridesmaids out there, you know, I'm feeling it. I I get the pressure is there and we need to look our best. Technically, we're all walking down that aisle. But you say look and feel, right? And I think, you know, that comes down to when you are consistent with your training and your nutrition, you do look and feel so much better than like going into your wedding knowing that you really like put in the work to look and feel your best I think mentally also you genuinely do look and feel your best oh definitely so it's also a bit of motivation yeah like it's, it's I love having little goals it's throughout the year. I on the days it. where I'm like mm, I'm like girl that wedding yeah, <laughs> like, exactly and this is why <laughs> this is why we have challenges guys like sometimes you know time frames do help us and obviously we're all on a really long um a long-term journey like this journey never ends but it doesn't mean that throughout the year or throughout the years, you can't set yourself these mini little challenges or goals where you can really push yourself to um, like really push yourself to be your best and to see just how much you can achieve when you really put the effort into it. A hundred percent. And I guess like, yeah, there's no specific because I the question is like, what is your specific goal? Like exactly what do you want to achieve? For me, it's not about a specific 
weight or a specific um, look. It's about just performing at my best for the next several weeks and getting to the end of that and being like, I feel amazing because of all the work I've put in. And I also look amazing. I can look at myself and think I feel and look amazing on my wedding day. A hundred percent. And you know, for me going into November and December, I was really overly flexible. I chatted about this, you know, I was having drinks most weekends. I was eating out a lot. I was, my training was pretty inconsistent. Um, but coming into the new year and having Emma's wedding coming up, I guess I always like to say, I like to tidy things up. So for me, I've just worked to get back at maintenance. Um, I've worked on actually decreasing my steps and increasing my training and my structure around my training. That's a big one. Yeah, I'm drinking. I'm only drinking twice before, like as in like from the 1st of January to uh, Emma's wedding. I had a couple of drinks the other night and then I just have Emma's hens, of course. We'll be <laughs> um, but outside of that, I'm limiting alcohol and I'm really just focusing on, you know, setting myself those non-negotiables that we always talk about, but actually seeing them through. And, you know, as I said, tidy things up a little bit might, you know, the last four weeks might go into a very mild deficit. Nothing crazy, guys, but just, yeah, as we said, tidying things up to really feel our best on the day. It's funny. Someone only asked me this the other day and I was like, it's all about your non-negotiables and how flexible you are with them. Oh, and yeah. I said, we all have them. Yeah. But, <laughs> but are they, done? Flexible are they non-negotiable? <laughs> that is the question. And I was like, that's what I said. I was like, honestly, it's just about being less flexible with those non-negotiables. Like, mm, do I feel like doing this? Like, no, girl, you're going to do it because you told yourself you would. And you have that, you have that. I always say I like to connect or yeah, like connect an emotion to my goal. So, you know, on Emma's wedding day, I'm picturing it. We're walking down. <laughs> the aisle like it's such a special moment and I'm feeling my best so that feeling for me is what drives those on those days where I'm not motivated that drives the discipline to overcome that um, lack of motivation and to and to go in to complete my non-negotiables so so far I have been very impressed with myself me too nice job sister high five him. so um yeah we, we get sidetracked a lot guys but so that's our sort of overall goal right and I guess the next question is, what are you doing, Emma, specifically? What program are you following? What's your current macros? Like, what's what's the 411? I'm, my current macros are at maintenance. So I just even in the last couple of weeks from tidying up my maintenance, so actually hitting them. Not, I've started tracking again this yes. year. Yes. Incredible, the difference, especially my protein targets, hitting my protein targets. Um, yeah, that's, you, you mentioned this the other day. Tell everyone what you were telling me. So last year, a couple of months at, towards the end, I was being very lazy with my protein. I'm not a massive protein macro lover. No one is. Like very, <laughs> very few yeah. people are. And I kind of just ditched the need to to hit it. So I was probably hitting maybe 60% of my normal protein intake and I wasn't being accountable for it. And I knew, I knew that it was the wrong thing to do. So this year I said to myself, you're going to hit your protein target. If no other macro, you're going to hit that. And um, I have, and it's only been maybe just under two weeks that I've been doing this and the difference in my muscle fullness, my recovery, my strength, like my ability to perform during my workouts is just actually ridiculous. Like I cannot believe how much of a difference. My carbs have stayed the same, my fats have stayed the same, but I'm actually hitting my protein and it makes me feel so much better. Just, just that. 
So huge so, difference. Yeah. So sitting at maintenance. Sitting at maintenance. I am still doing a little bit of strength training. Obviously, with our Evolve Challenge, I've been implementing some of those sessions. Also creating some of my own sessions because I really want to personalize this journey to my wedding kind of to myself and I'm kind of doing some some Evolve and something else. Something else. But this is like for anyone, not just wedding day, but I guess if you have a special occasion coming up, sort of the things we do to sort of feel our best on that day. Something I guess that means a lot to me about this time is creating a form of habits that have me feeling my best and knowing that I'm giving myself my all leading into this this, I guess, goal or end moment. And it doesn't have to just be a wedding. It can just be getting yourself out of a slump Mm -hmm. or going into a birthday or, you know, really anything, any goal that you have and just giving yourself your all. And what's interesting is actually I was on a podcast the other day and we were talking about how to build confidence. And I was like, oh, sorry, it was how to build independence. And I said, well, I think the best way to build independence is to build confidence. When we build confidence and we have a purpose, we feel more independent. Mm. And, you know, for me, how I build confidence is setting a goal or setting non-negotiables. And it's not even the actual outcome, but it's actually proving to myself that when I follow a process, I can achieve really whatever I put my mind to. And I think doing those little, they don't have to be big, big goals or big non-negotiables, but proving to yourself that you're capable of doing things that you set your mind to, it kind of... um, you know, empowers a form of confidence, right? And I think that's what's really great about, you know, doing this prep leading up to your wedding is it's like, as you said, you want to put all of everything into Mm. this knowing that you have because on your day and, you know, for the week after that, your holiday, Mm. you feel really empowered that, you know, you you really – Done this for yourself. Yeah, you really work to get here and 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 you can't help but feel good. Yeah. You might look similar. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> on the day you might look like people might not even be able to notice the difference, but you notice the difference. Yes. And that is that is the biggest yeah. thing. It's what you notice, what you feel, yeah. and how you think you look. We want to see energy on the day. We want to see that radiating energy and how we'll do it, literally glowing, um, is by, yeah, is by, you know, following this prep and and showing up each day and and training with intention and and achieving what we want. So, you know, Emma's going to be sitting at maintenance. Are you going to dip into a small deficit at all? It's likely that probably three to four weeks out, I'm going to dip myself into, now I've got to keep in mind the dress fittings, you know, as you girls may, would all know if you've had to get a dress fitted. But nothing like nothing dramatic is going to happen in that amount of time, guys. And this is what we're saying. This isn't this crazy, like we're going and we're doing these really extreme things. This is just making small changes, but they do add up and they do uh, contribute to, you know, that end goal. overall, yeah, that is very true. And I guess like something that does come up a lot is like do you have an aesthetic goal for this end goal yep. kind of thing? And I think like overall the answer is yes. And I think I, I kind of do want to talk about that because Definitely. we all have our feel-good goals and they're always in that end result. But Yes. Like I, and I put something up the other day and this is what kind of triggered this conversation is I put up kind of a a starting point. Like this is my starting point. This is where I want to be. And I was getting a lot of comments saying, but you 
you don't need to change or why do you have an aesthetic goal if you already look like that or how how are you going to make that better? Like just things that were kind of questioning the fact that, yes, I, I do also put, I guess, an emphasis on how I want to look. For certain occasions, for sure. Yeah. And I think like, you know, we are all about preaching. Like we started fitness for the way we look. We continue for the way we feel. But, you know, when you have these really special moments and you want to look and feel your best, looking your best it is a part of it. And I think the only way or reason where not like where it can become dangerous to, you know, I guess put an expectation on physical appearance is when you start to develop unhealthy behaviors whilst mm. doing so. So extremes, um, you know, obviously excessiveness, ba- yeah, excessiveness, but also bad um reflection of yourself and starting to if those things are starting to happen then that's definitely not a healthy goal to follow but simply wanting to tidy things up and feel your best or have a physical goal there is nothing wrong with it if it's done in a way where it's not your sole purpose you know there's several things that emma and i want to feel on the special day (laughs) but at the end of the day it's not like it's not the one thing, you know, it, it, there's so much more to health and fitness, but that doesn't mean wanting to physically have so, change something about yourself is a negative thing. It's just about how we look at it and how we approach it. Mm, exactly. The mindset we have around, around how we feel. So let's go into training. You said that you're doing some strength sessions. Um, do you have some performance-based goals throughout this uh, prep or? I do. I'm very strength performance obsessed. Tell us like why. Oh, I just love the way strength makes me feel. The other day I lifted slightly heavier than what I have in ages and honestly I walked out of that gym and I felt so good. You felt like a boss bitch. I was just like this just is, this is the reason why. And I, for a long time, we did comp preps and stuff like that. And I never really had a strength goal. After my last prep, it's something that I focused on to take my training away from the, the, I guess the aesthetic and putting my mind to something else when I would do my sessions. And I just absolutely loved the satisfaction and the drive that strength training gave me a lot of strength is mind right Mm, like emma was saying the other day she actually put on she (laughs) her great maths (laughs) she calculated her bar and weights wrong and she was actually lifting heavier than um what she thought but thinking it was 100 kilos she was like oh my god i could never do 105 or 110 or whatever (laughs) and it's like well actually you are so it's amazing what the mind can actually do when it's not aware of what it's doing yeah exactly like that mindset so the body i should say you just feel so powerful and so yes it's your sessions filled with so much purpose so yeah i do yeah performance-based goals strength 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 i'm also going to be doing a little bit more hit like a little bit more endurance I've kind of steered clear of that for a while um purely because I know I'm not as fit mm-hmm. in that area at the moment. Mm. So I want to push myself from a performance base. Yeah. So when I say I scaled back my uh, steps, I have actually increased my hit. Okay. Um, so I pretty much, I was doing around eight to 10,000 steps a day um, throughout. Killing it. Yeah. Jan- uh, throughout November, December, but I was in the surplus. So, <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, it was like, um, that was just sort of something I was enjoying, but I was actually finding it was taking up probably too much of my time trying Mm. to achieve those steps each day so I've altered my nutrition and I've actually lowered my steps but have one to two hit days um how many rest days are you taking I do three maximum four training days and then I have three or two recovery walks yep 
Yeah. And yes. Yeah, so what about you? So for me, I'm training um, four times, yep. four weighted sessions, uh, a hit session, and then two sort of list mobility days. Yeah. I might add in a little bit of core like throughout the week. Uh, but yeah, I'm really enjoying that. I'm actually really enjoying my training and actually following Evolve quite, um, you know, specifically yeah Yeah. because I wasn't following much I didn't have much structure towards the end of the year so it feels nice to have it again and you just see such a difference in your performance when you're following a structured plan and you're actually completing the same workouts you know for several uh for a certain amount of weeks and you're seeing yourself progressing your weights and yeah it's just it's you can do less when you're working smarter and I guess like the beauty of evolve and the way the challenge is designed where you can pick and choose some mobility sessions and some express sessions it's just like for day-to-day life convenience of actually completing it is so much easier there's no reason to not do some sort of workout whether that Mm. be a 30 minute a you know an express a um sorry a mobility Mm. strength there is so many options depending on your your time frame fitness level etc so going back into nutrition we are obviously we I'm counting calories again so that's something that I haven't done in like Mm. six months how are you how are you feeling yeah quite easy I eat quite similar meals throughout the week mostly for convenience so I'm sitting at about 1850 1900 calories at the moment and I'm feeling fine I have a question yeah so because you haven't tracked for so long I was eating way more yeah (laughs) (laughs) I was like she knew the question straight away I'm very like if I'm hungry you know we're eating or if I'm bored you know we're we're eating eating. (laughs) and you know I just remember even sometimes I would just like spoon out like um spoonfuls of muesli into my mouth because I was like a bit like snacky that's a couple of hundred cows right there (laughs) so when I actually went back it isn't the worst thing though because I I was probably you know in a bit of a surplus so now that I can make these changes I think it's actually like my body's going to like yeah. it because I have been giving myself more food. Um, yeah. So I'm all for spending a lot of the year at maintenance or in a bit of a surplus. But, yeah, I definitely was eating probably – I reckon I was eating from, you know, if it were to average out the week, 22 to 2,300 calories a day. Yeah. Um, and, and so now you're at 1,800, yeah. you said. Oh, 1,850, 1850 yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. With less activity as yeah. in less steps. So, yeah, and are you giving – are you tracking every day? Or are you giving um, yourself? No, so I sort of track on. I put it in on a Monday, and I f- pretty much follow that yep. Monday till uh, Friday. Yep. And there might be some small changes on a Saturday night if I'm going out for dinner or, or whatever. I allow for yeah, uh, probably like a higher calorie day. Yeah, probably sit at around twenty two hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, but that still works out to be yeah, like uh, more of a deficit. Yeah, a slight, slight deficit. I don't think I'm even in one yet because I have lowered my activity. Yeah. So um, we'll see. Time will tell. So it's interesting, like just to kind of look at your, I guess, thing as a whole, you've dropped your activity. So because a lot of people think they need to increase it. So you've actually dropped yours, slightly dropped your calories, but you're still sitting at about a maintenance and you're still giving yourself a day a week where it's just not as tracked. So a little bit more loose. Sounds pretty good to me, like in terms of. This so is far, a tidy it, up yeah, kind so of thing. So far it's been very achievable. I haven't yeah. I haven't struggled as of yet. I might when I, I go into a very mild deficit, we shall see. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, then we have our non-negotiables on top of that. Minimum hour, minimum eight hours sleep a night. Yeah. Plenty of water. I'm like doing really well with my water at yeah, the moment. Yeah, same. I think it's because it's so it's hot. It's so hot. So I'm hitting like three plus liters a day. 
Um, you know, I am putting time aside for recovery yeah. um, with my mobility. I am reading 20 pages. It's official Damn, a day. girl. So I've just started a book, Managing Myself. It's a, yeah, I'll let you guys know what I think. But I, it was really uncomfortable to actually read again because I haven't been consistent with my reading in a while. And I actually found myself having to really put a lot of focus and effort into it. What, what time of day do you read? Like um, morning or night? So just when I have time. Yeah, okay. So there's not a specific. It's just like that's one of my non-negotiables. Yep. I have to do 20 pages a day. Um, so, yeah, I've really enjoyed the start of 2022 so far. Yeah, it's been good. It's, it has been. So what is your, what is our biggest advice for other brides or, you know, people in general that are getting ready for their special day? Okay, I've definitely got one for this. Everyone I talk to who's either been a bride or is a bride ha- feels like, and they've, they've openly admitted this, they put a lot of pressure on themselves because there's a lot of organization. There's a lot of bringing things together, dealing with um, caterers and venues and, and family and invites. And like, there's a lot that goes into this day. And I think my one piece of advice is don't let it overwhelm you there's like this stigma around wedding planning and it being really horrible. And it's honestly not. If you kind of can communicate with your partner, you get on the same page as each other, kind of designate different goals and and to-do lists, you're going to feel a lot more at ease um, without feeling overwhelmed. Emma's been like the most chilled bride ever. It's been super, super easy. Well, that's uh, good. I feel like everything's mm-hmm. been really seamless. Everything's pretty much organized. We have Emma's hens in a couple of weeks. Um, it's very intimate. Everything's very uh, like, yeah, close knit and yeah. it's going to be really, really fun. I didn't want to look back and be like, that was a really stressful no. time. You want to enjoy like, it. Enjoy, I, I do because otherwise it's it puts a bit of a damper on everything. Whereas like this is, you know, this is a, such a massive time. You're leading into it. There's so much anticipation and excitement. So I want to embrace that and not be so like, So, yeah, like my best advice is like the last thing you want is to not – so, you know, obviously we're talking heaps about we are going to be – well, mostly Emma is going to be – Me too. (laughs) We're going to be giving ourselves a little extra time each day to work on – you know, putting that time into our training, our nutrition, our recovery, et cetera, to allow us to feel the best on that day, right? So I would probably say my best advice is plan your wedding – enough in advance. Don't take on Emma's advice for three months and (laughs) allow, allow, like, yes, it's going to be stressful. Yes, it's going to be busy, but make sure you allow yourself some time to actually focus on your own goals because the last thing you want to do is get to your wedding. And it's like, everyone else is happy. Everyone Mm. else feels, feels fabulous. I don't feel my best because I didn't put enough or allow myself enough time to put into me to put into me be a bit selfish like this is your day you have every right to want to look and feel your best and I feel like being the bride people are on you like everyone's on you what are you doing about this what are you doing that one where do we stand and it's like that all obviously has to happen to a degree like they're your guests and you want to make sure everyone's happy and you want to make this day amazing same time like if you're not happy and if you're not enjoying this you're going to end up resenting it and that's just not 
what this is about. No, like set boundaries and focus on your goals. Because be a real is, queen. You are allowed to be an absolute. You are queen the queen your of your wedding. You are the main character. All right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I was actually talking to my designer Rita. She's actually getting married in June. And um, she's quite like a shy person. She's like so sexy. It's not even funny. But she's so, her dress is amazing. Oh, my God. Anyway, she's so nervous because her partner wants to invite like hundreds I've of heard. people. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> l- luckily like the venue could only have a certain amount. But she's like, everyone's going to be looking at me as I'm walking down Oh, my the gosh. Aisle. She'll look amazing. I know. But it is it yeah. is something that people, you know, I guess fear. Yeah. And, and it's a feeling that you have. So, Put time into, you know, prepping for this special day. As Emma said, it's once in a lifetime, guys. We hope. Everyone's only getting getting married once. It's 2022. Things happen. But the overall goal is that it's once in a lifetime, maybe twice. But what we want to do is focus on feeling the best, right? So it's like... Don't feel guilty is what I'm trying to say. Don't feel guilty for wanting to, you know, be a little bit selfish. Because at the end of the day, like, if you get to your day and you're not happy, like, no one can change that. So only you can kind of control that leading in. And And it shows. 100%. Like, when you feel shitty about yourself, it doesn't matter how you look. You could look absolutely glamorous. If you don't feel good, it shows. And and everything's less enjoyable. So it's like, don't allow that. We're telling you now. (laughs) We are giving you the advice now. Like if you have something coming up, whether it be a wedding, a special birthday, anything, give yourself enough time time you deserve to feel your best on that day. And those habits will then roll into a lifestyle for the rest of your life. So if you are someone who you've never really gotten into health health and fitness, this could be your little push. So Izzy and I were actually just talking on a podcast like, there's usually triggers for people to start a health and fitness journey, whether it be a breakup or it's a special occasion. Mm. And, you know, this might be the start of the rest of your life, this this little like push to actually put time into yourself because then you'll realize, wow, this feels great. This is really amazing. Why have I not been giving, you know, more of this to myself? And then next minute, it's a lifestyle and, and you're doing it and, and you're a happier person because you are investing time into the most important person. You know, you are with you forever. You know, you have, yeah, you have your partner and your friends and your family, but you have to have a relationship with you forever. There's no, like, you can't lie to yourself. You can't hide things from yourself. So, you know, invest in that relationship and allow yourself to feel great because you deserve it. You can't pour from an empty cup. That is very true. You need to fill your cup Mm -hmm. full of amazingness. And to do that, you have to give yourself time and self-love. A hundred percent. So... Guys, we kept this one short and sweet today. We are super excited. So make sure you tune in Emma's wedding day, the twenty seventh so of February. We'll be posting Coming lots of snaps. Um, hens first. Oh yeah, the hens is first. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> the wild hens coming coming in hot. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. Love we will you so much. See you on our next podcast. See you next time. Mwah.